What's up, Dream Warriors? Welcome back to our Christmas special. This is number four and our final one, and it's going to be a doozy. Sure is. We are joined with our significant others, our better halves, my wife, Brooke's girlfriend. Not the same person, but... Yeah. So why don't you guys go ahead and introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Sarah. And, and I'm Bettina. You? Oh, I'm I'm Mark's wife. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> and I'm Bettina. I'm Brooke's girlfriend. And Bettina, this isn't your first rodeo with us, is it? Nope. I did another one with you guys. Do you, do you remember what movie it was? To be honest, no. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. It was that memorable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you joined us for Haunt, which yeah. was back in October. Yeah. Thanks for being on the ball. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, kind of a last minute episode. So Yeah, it was for sure. Um, so yeah, what's today? December, what, 27th, I think? Yeah. Yeah. So a uh, couple days since Christmas has passed. What have uh, you guys been doing anything special besides the whole family stuff? Not really, to be honest. Um, yeah, I've just been watching a couple movies, uh, some TV shows, nothing too too crazy. Um, we watched the new Wonder Woman uh, last, no, on Christmas, was it Christmas Day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Christmas Day, and uh, it is terrible. It is awful. It's that bad. It is that bad. It's really bad. Like I loved the first one and this one here was just a disappointment. Like we were both just sitting there and like, you know, just halfway through, we were just both on our phones. Cause we were like, this is ridiculous. Like we can't even keep track of what's going on. And then Brooke looked over and he's like, you enjoy this movie as much as I am right now. I'm like, yeah, it's pretty <laughs> shit. Like, I don't know. I expected a lot better. That sucks. Cause the yeah. first one was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like, yeah, this is probably the worst dc movie really yeah shit yeah very disappointing (laughs) i mean like not everything was bad from it like there's a couple good like actors in it but just overall disappointing and didn't really make any sense either yeah there's a lot of plot holes yeah right (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah that's pretty much it just been playing video games and chilling nice what about you guys uh other than watching this last night i don't think we've you've been watching the wilds this is probably the first movie we've watched together and i don't even know how long (laughs) it was fun though yeah because whenever i was off for like that couple months at the start of all this covid shit we were pounding back uh all the marvel movies and i think honestly that's probably the last time that we sat there and watched a movie together yeah Damn. How is the wilds? I really like it. It had really, really bad reviews, so I didn't have much expectations, but I'm enjoying it. Mark's been actually watching it with me. He's the first episode he was playing on his phone, and now I see him actually like peeking up from it and paying attention. So. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, when oh, you know you've got them hooked. <laughs> yeah, he'll be like, Oh, who's that one again? Or yeah. <laughs> I like it though. Yeah, I've been wanting to watch it. It looks really good. Yeah, it's like there's lots of twists and yeah, I from like it. the trailer I watch, it kind of reminds me of Lost a bit. Yeah, that's what a lot of people have been saying, but yeah. It's, it's like Lost, but teenage girls. Yeah, like that's the thing is it's 
it's teenage girls, so you have to kind of, I don't know, just be okay with that. But I like <laughs> yeah. it. All right. From what I've seen of it, I'm happy we have two boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> um, I don't know. We threw on Christmas Vacation on Christmas Day just to have on in the background. We weren't really watching it, though. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but yeah, other than that, not much. I've been playing some video games here and there, but nothing too crazy. It's been just too fucking busy to do anything else other than family time. Yeah, yeah it seems of course. like it's finally starting to slow down and I'm, I'm not upset about this lockdown. I'm kind of looking forward to just having some quiet time. Yeah. Same here. I definitely agree with that. (laughs) Everybody's bitching about the lockdown and Sarah's excited. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like, Oh, whatever. I don't really have much of a life anyway. So yeah. I'm like, I don't go anywhere anyways. So it just gives me an excuse. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how long they keep this lockdown for. Like they say, it's going to be, I think, a month for our area, I think. Yeah, Yeah. they said after two weeks, he's going to kind of reconsider our area, just kind of take a look and see how things are going. Yeah. We'll see. We shall see. Um, Okay, so I guess that wraps that up. Um. For our content creators corner this week, we are going to be doing a plug for Daniel Craig, who, Brooke, you know, is the former host of the Creepy Crap podcast. Whoops, I just knocked the table and spilled everything. Um, (laughs) (laughs) At the time of him sending us this plug, the podcast was still up and running, but as of now, it's... uh, it's not, I guess. I don't know how you want to say it. He kind of just put a wrap on things, which is very sad to say. But yeah, that sucks. But it, yeah, he's a good dude. He had an awesome show. Um, but he is still active on Instagram, just under a different name, and he's just not going to be doing the podcast anymore. But yeah. w- without further ado, here's Mr. Daniel Craig. Hey, doing about it, Larry Cable Guy? I just want to get it done. <laughs> Welcome, Dream Warriors, and podcast on Elm Street. I'm just kidding, Wet Dream Warriors. It's me, Daniel Craig from the Creepy Crap Podcast. You may remember me from certain uh, season ones of this podcast because I used to get mentioned all the time. They used to talk about what I was doing each week, and I used to love when they did that. It was so nice. They're fucking great guys for doing that. You know what I mean? A weekly prop. You don't get that in many podcasts. What a bunch of great guys. Canadian cuties. I fucking love them. Hung like mooses. That is a fact that I I've heard on many different podcasts. Everyone's like, hey, have you heard about Mark and Brooke? Hung like motherfucker. They're like tripods, man. Hung like mooses. Crazy. So these guys have been on one of my episodes once before we hopped aboard the terror train. Toot toot. Chugga 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 chugga. Toot toot. All aboard. That was the terror train. You could check that episode out. Or you could hear me on one of their episodes on the Bubba Hotep one. Horrifying old person horror movie. <laughs> it's just Bruce but yes, I'm on there, they're on nine, whatever. But yes, I'm talking about mine, Creepy Crap Podcast, talking about good, bad, and crappy movies. Real quick, occasional guest episodes, all that sort of stuff. Strain Horror Podcast, the Creepy Crap Podcast. You can get me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, all 
those good social media outlets, that's where you can find me and you can hear me on wherever you listen to podcasts. That's the Creepy Crap Podcast. So thank you, Mark and Brooke, for having me as one of these little intro clips on your podcast. The podcast, I mean, a podcast on Elm Street. <laughs> Whoops, who would make that mistake? Check them out. What a bunch of fucking legends, man. Thanks for having me. Enjoy this episode on the movie that is insert title here. Um, before we hop into this episode, Bettina, we've already kind of asked you this question during our haunt episode, but Sarah, I'm going to ask it to you. What's your history with horror movies? Oh, I hate horror movies. <laughs> I'm married to like the biggest horror movie lover. I don't know how that happened. I like, I do not watch horror movies. I have a really bad history. <laughs> Mark knows. Um, <laughs> Just to throw this out there, I when we watched, which Paranormal Activity did we watch? I think the first one. No, it wasn't the first one because you watched that one without me. The second one then, probably. I think it was either the second or the third one. He somehow, I don't even know how he managed to convince me to go to the theater. I did not sleep for two weeks, and if I did sleep, the lights were on. So <laughs> he knows. I just don't watch them. I don't enjoy it, but here I am. What was the first movie that we went to theaters to see together? Was it Quarantine? Yeah. Yeah. And again, I don't know how he convinced me. I guess I was a lot more of like a pushover when we were young, but (laughs) I've learned to say no. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least we picked a uh, easygoing one for you this time. Yeah. He's like, if we pick something that you'll be able to sleep after, like, will you do it? And I was like, okay, I guess so. Just tell me ahead of time what we're watching so I can be prepared. <laughs> Even before we started, she's like, am I going to get nightmares from this? I was like, if kids can watch this, I think you'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So with all that being said, we are watching 1984's Gremlins this week. Yes, we are. And we're going to go ahead and get started on it. Cool. Up on the housetop, reindeer paws. Out jumps good old Santa Claus. Down through the chimney with lots of toys. All for the little one's Christmas joys. Ho, ho, ho. So as always, we'll start off with a synopsis. Excuse me. Uh, A boy inadvertently breaks three important rules concerning his new pet and unleashes a horde of malevolently mischievous monsters on a small town. It's a tongue twister. It is. And I feel like 
the word inadvertently is used wrong. I feel like he kind of knew he was breaking the, the rules. Yeah. I mean, the rules were set pretty well in place. Like, he knew exactly what each one was, and he still managed to fucking break all three of them within, like, two days. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, Gremlins was directed by the one and only Joe Dante. Uh, some of his other credits are Gremlins 2. Uh, you didn't know there was a second one? <laughs> no, I one? didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I just got it. Uh, so yeah, Gremlins 2, um, Small Soldiers, The Howling, The Burbs, and The Twilight Zone, the movie, and Piranha. Nice. And he's got a few others, but these were like his main ones. Uh, you missed a very important one. What? Small soldiers. I said small soldiers. Did you? Oh, I was not paying attention then. Jesus. <laughs> um, Did everybody you... else hear it? I guess I wasn't paying attention either. I don't know if you said Yeah, it. I don't know. <laughs> 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 Brooke was farting around on his it. phone and I was watching him fart around on his phone. So. <laughs> wow. That's why oh. Brooke didn't want to go on Zoom today. Yeah. I guess I'm just used to like toning you out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you seen the burbs? Um, I feel like I have like back in the day. Yeah, because but... I always saw it on like Netflix and stuff, and like I had no idea it was a horror movie. Yeah, see, I don't know if I've seen it or not. Like, I know I've seen the cover of it like five thousand times, but yeah, I don't know if I've ever actually watched it. And uh, have you seen Nightmare Cinema? Yeah, I watched that last year. I think is it worth checking out? Yeah, it's not terrible. It's an anthology okay kind of movie but yeah it's it's pretty good cool is that all that's all <laughs> <laughs> all right the cast list uh starting off with zach galligan he played billy uh he's also in gremlins 2 he's in waxwork hatchet 3 surprisingly and a movie called surviving so he doesn't really have a whole lot of like big movie acting credits to his name. Yeah. Which is kind of surprising because a lot of people that were in big movies back in the 80s kind of like blew up for at least 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas he didn't really. And especially with, um, well, we didn't, we didn't mention the director, but uh, Steven Spielberg was an executive producer on this. Yeah, that's true too. So it's a pretty big movie and, uh, like, I've been hearing rumors they were doing a Gremlins either remake or reboot or, like, a third one. Yeah. But I don't think that's ever going to happen. Yeah, I don't know. I'd like to see them do a TV show. Yeah, like a Netflix series or something, maybe? Yeah, I think that'd be fun. Yeah, that would be. Uh, next up is Phoebe Cates, and she played Kate. And she was also in Gremlins 2. Uh, I think she... Yeah, she was in Drop Dead Fred. I can't remember. That was in the 90s, I think, though. So. Yeah, 91. But, uh, yeah, that was a fucking great movie. I loved it. And she was in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, also with, well, I don't know if she, you'll mention him, but uh, Judge Reinhold's also in that. Yes, he is. I don't have him on my cast list, but yeah, he's in this movie as well. Yeah. Um... What did you... You said something about her. 
did I? Yeah. You're like, oh, oh nice wig or something like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because, yeah, you said something. I was like, oh, well, I love her wig. Because <laughs> I was saying there was some controversy with her being in this movie because she flashes her boobies in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. And uh, I forget who it was. One of the, like, I don't know, casting directors or something like that was thinking that she wasn't wholesome enough to be in a family movie like this because she (laughs) showed her breasts in the movie right before it. (laughs) Well, I don't know if you'll mention later, like if you have any trivia for this movie, but I think they had to like take out a couple scenes to drop the rating to either like PG, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Cause this movie was originally supposed to be like, well, it wasn't supposed to be, but the uncut version of it was like two and a half hours long. Hmm. Yeah, and I think it was like 18 plus, I think. Yeah, I think it was supposed to be a lot more gory. and Yeah, because I think this is one of those movies that changed like the rating system. Yeah, like added in that PG-13 rating. Yeah. Yeah, this one and uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, I think. Yeah. <clears throat> Anywho, next up is Hoyt Axton, and he played Randall, who is Billy's dad. Uh, he's, I don't know. I didn't write down the movies and stuff he's been in. Cause it's just been like a lot of small roles in TV shows and like lower budget movies and stuff like that. Yeah. But, uh, he's got like 80, 80 something credits for soundtracks, um, for movies and TV shows. Cause he's, a, he's an actual songwriter and a small time yeah. actor basically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can tell in this movie, he's not like, he's not a full time actor. I don't think. Yeah, because I, th- I think that's why they had him, like, his storyline was him being, like, an inventor. So he could, yeah. like, be away from, like, the screen, for the screen time most of the time, like, at the convention or whatever, or on a trip or whatever. Yeah. And, like, his most, most of his dialogue is done as more of, like, a narrative, like, him talking over the movie. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> And last in the cast list is the one and only Corey Feldman, Mister mm-hmm. Eighties and Early Nineties himself. Uh, and he played Pete. He was pretty young in this one. Yeah, he was really young. But uh, I mean, if you don't know who he is, well, I don't know. You probably don't know who he is. I but... know who he is. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's most known for Stand by Me, The Lost Boys, The Goonies. Uh, he was in the Burbs also. Um, he played the the voice of Donatello in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from the uh, I don't know what year was it eighty nine ninety yeah somewhere around there. And uh, yeah, he's been in pretty much every movie from the eighties and early nineties. So mm-hmm. now, Brooke, I have an honorable mention. Did you write it down too? Yeah, I got uh, a couple honorable mentions. All right. Can we just say? Sure. <laughs> uh, well, the first one was uh, a writer, Chris Columbus. Okay. Um, I mean, he's wrote everything and produced everything from, you know, Harry Potter to Home Alone to fuck shit ton of movies. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, Michael Winslow was uh, the guy I, I saw on the cast list. Okay. Is that who you're going to say? Nope. Okay. Well, Michael Winslow does the voice of 
one of the gremlins or a couple of the gremlins. There's like a few voice actors that do all the gremlins. Yeah. Yeah. Who were you going to say? I was going to say Howie Mandel as Gizmo. Oh, yeah. I I did know that. Yeah. Totally forgot. Is he even listed on like INDB? Yeah, he's like way down at the end, though. Okay, because I scrolled down pretty far and uh, I do remember hearing that. Like game show Howie Mandel? Yeah. Did he do that? Oh, wow. Yeah, he voiced Gizmo. Yeah, no, I, they put I, him in a suit, Sarah. And he's like, <laughs> 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 yeah, he voiced Gizmo. Um, <laughs> and since uh, Spielberg had a part of this movie, I was surprised that he didn't get uh, the kid from um, the Temple of Doom to play the Chinese boy from the beginning. That's true, too, eh? I never even really thought of that. Yeah, yeah short round yeah that was the same kid from goonies too wasn't it data yep. yeah yeah exactly yeah i don't know maybe he but was off doing other roles maybe maybe <laughs> so yeah that's all, right. all i got cool cool we ready for this movie discussion then yep um before we start sarah you're being quiet bettina you've done this before but Feel free to interject or give your thoughts or anything like that while we're going through this. Don't just uh, think it's going to be me and Brooke talking the whole time. Okay. <laughs> um, we got a couple of things to do before we, we start the discussion, though. Okay. We got a couple cracks. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> now guess what kind of beer we're drinking based off those cracks. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> like Christmasy? No, I'm kidding. Um, I'm drinking a Big Rig Shakedown Dry Hopped APA. Jesus. And then I'm drinking a good old Coors Light. Nice. Where, uh, well, I just finished mine. But uh, my mom brought us coffees, so we finished those. She's our babysitter today. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we wanted to be a little bougie for this one, so we're drinking mimosas. At a Christmas morning. (laughs) Very nice. I love myself a good mimosa. Yeah, we had them Christmas morning, and I kind of forgot how good they are. They're very delicious. Mm -hmm. So yeah, no cracks from us, but there is alcohol at least. (laughs) all right well should we get into it let's do it all right so um like you mentioned before sarah's is your first time uh mark when's the last time you watched this or have you watched it already this year i haven't watched it already this year because i knew that it was going to be one that we were talking about but uh, it's probably been like two years since i watched it it used to be like a yearly thing for me but uh with all the I don't know. We did Christmas movies last year and shit too. So yeah, I kind of was focusing on those ones that during last Christmas, but yeah. Yeah. I'm in the same boat. Like since doing this podcast, like I've discovered so many more like horror Christmas movies that uh, just kind of push this one to the side. But yeah, probably the same as you. It's been a couple years since I watched it. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say the same for myself as well. Like 
I used to watch it every year at Christmas, but for some reason I just haven't been recently. So, um, yeah, I think for me it's been about two years. Did you almost just drop a boot? Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, <laughs> she did. What actually? Speaking speaking of uh, accents and stuff, Mark, I don't know if you've listened to HMC's latest episode, Krampus. I have not. Uh wait. Or was the latest? Yeah, I don't no, know before. I've watched, I've watched like half or listen to half of it. Okay. Anyway, this is like nothing against Josh. <laughs> it's it, his accent, but. The way he said he says "roof" drives oh, me nuts. Yeah, roof. Yeah, roof. <laughs> sounds Krampus like he's uh, yeah, sounds like a dog barking or something. <laughs> <laughs> Today's his birthday, so we have to be a little nice to him. It is and is happy birthday, Josh. <laughs> and uh, I'm not going to be one of those pretentious office watchers that like says like, "Oh, you've never watched The Office," but Josh. Watch The Office. It's your type of show. Just I'll leave it at that. <laughs> and you have three days to get through it all before it's off on Netflix. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> let's get to the movie. I'll start with a question about the first scene for, for, to you guys. Would you guys buy something from this store? Absolutely not. I don't know that I would even follow him down that stairwell. <laughs> yeah, no. Everything looked like it was covered in like 10 coats of dust. So like. Yeah. We're no. watching it. And I looked at Mark. And I'm like, well, there's your first problem. You fall down this like creepy ass stairwell. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, the dad even says like, no wonder you don't have customers. You have to bring me down. You have to come into the street to get me. <laughs> now. She, you're over here chirping that chirping him for going down the staircase what about our first time in new york city yeah that was the most <clears throat> terrifying moment of my life so like yeah they brought us through these like tiny little hallways i don't even think we would have been able to turn around and it was so zigzag like i looked at mark i'm like we would never know our way out of here like if anything ever happened we would have no idea how to get back out of here. There was like fake walls in these stores that would open up into like staircases and you would go down into like this basement dungeon thing. All because someone here wanted a friggin' knockoff Gucci purse. I did <laughs> <laughs> they had. And then I once I realized where we were going, I was like, um, this was a mistake. Like we had a guy pull up to us with a van and he slides his van doors open and <laughs> Like, what the fuck is going on? Oh my god! Paper, and he's like, "Do you like? Do you like anything off of here?" And we're like, "Yeah, sure." Like, you know, maybe we'll we'll take a look because it was on a piece of paper. And then he goes, "Okay, follow me." So we like follow him for three blocks. Then he takes us in the bottom of a like a restaurant. And then when we came out, we were like three blocks over. I'm like, this is crazy. Like, I wouldn't have said yes if I would have known. Like, I thought you had it in the back of your van. I did not want to go down through this restaurant oh it was crazy a couple of little oh small God. town canadians in the big city for the first time <laughs> yeah i'm like um <laughs> is it too late to say no <laughs> oh my god was it also in chinatown it was actually and what? i made sure to buy something too because i was like mm, i don't want to be like yeah i don't know what would happen down here <laughs> but i don't want it <laughs> oh my god but yeah 
Yeah, the store kind of reminded me like I've never watched Little Shop of Horrors, but I just imagine this is what the inside looks like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, I don't know. Like, I find like, yeah, it was creepy and it was dirty and it was grungy and dusty and whatever. But I don't know. I probably would have looked around for a little while. Yeah. Find some cool, I guess. Yeah. But I'm fucking weird like that. So <laughs> you would have gone to buy it. I would. I would have bought Gizmo 100. percent Yeah. What is this creature I'm looking at? I'll just buy it. It's cute. It's like, really cute. I would have bought him. I just wouldn't have gone down there to buy him. Yeah. I love that the kid just like the the old man refuses to sell Gizmo, and then the kid just like, "I'll meet you outside. We need the money." <laughs> little hustler i was like what a little jerk he just took his grandfather's like pet and just sold it off to some random dude yeah um did any of you guys notice all of like the spielberg references from his other movies that were in this oh yeah there's a ton of them yeah it was kind of pissing me off i was like really you're that like pretentious you have to fucking throw in shit from your movies (laughs) (laughs) Like in the in the department store towards the end, there was an ET doll there. Yeah, and then uh, Spike Spike says like the line like "Oh, phone home" when he picks yeah. up the telephone. Yeah, and then the billboard at the start was of the Ricky Radio guy was clearly Indiana Jones. Oh yeah, true. That's right. But uh, yeah, this this Kingston Falls town has to have like the worst residents. <laughs> in any town because you got like a racist drunk old man you got the <laughs> cops that are drinking and driving you got like mrs deagle who's just a mean old lady just butts in front of line at the bank and shit mm-hmm. i think she owns the bank that's what i kind of thought too or like her husband does or something yeah yeah because she's a widower so he probably owned the bank yeah that makes sense yeah, that's kind of the vibe I got from her. Um, but then, like, she like lets Billy bring the dog into the bank. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't think she lets him per se, because whenever um, Barney the dog jumps up and like attacks her, the bank manager is like, "What the hell's that dog doing in here?" Oh, that's true. Yeah, but it's like, how do you how do you hide a dog? Like, he's not a small dog. No, <laughs> I don't know. He wasn't a golden retriever, but he was no, like that size yeah. almost. Yeah, it's like kind of like a mutt kind of thing, like yeah. you see like on the road or shit. But uh, <laughs> I like that she was like threatened to kill the dog. Like, I'll take it to the kennel and put it down. And then it attacks her and it's like, okay, yeah, now you have a right to kill this dog because it attacked her. What a mean old bitty. As much as it sucks, but yeah, I mean, she's kind of within her right at that point. Yeah. <laughs> um. You mentioned the alcoholic neighbor who's a redneck and a racist and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, I brought it up to Sarah. To- like, I don't know, three quarters of the way through the movie, you see his wife. Does she look Asian to you like she did to me? Um, I didn't really notice, to be honest. All right. Didn't really get, but... I didn't really get like a clear look of her face. Because I said to Sarah, I'm like, that's funny. He was chirping the... Um, foreign vehicle and you need to buy american and whatnot but meanwhile he's married to a japanese woman but she might not have been i don't know i didn't look at her imdb i should have yeah yeah i'm not too sure i don't think uh i didn't see it but he he did (laughs) 
Yeah, I didn't really see it either, but I didn't really get like a good enough look at her to be able to tell. All right. Yeah. Disregard what I said then. <laughs> <laughs> and Billy broke the biggest rule in like employment is don't date a coworker. <laughs> <laughs> Were they dating at the start? I don't think so. No, but like clearly he was like trying to be like flirtatious with her oh, at yeah. the start. Yeah. Well, fuck, she had so many jobs in that town. You wouldn't be able to <laughs> I know. It's like she worked at every place in the in the town. Yeah. Uh, Judge Reinhold like makes an appearance at this part, and uh, he called Billy a putz. <laughs> <laughs> so I decided to look up what it meant, and there's like two definitions. There's like the informal definition, which is a stupid, foolish, or ineffect ineffective person. Yeah. So like kind of a dumbass, and then yeah. the the vulgar slang of a putz is a penis. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. So I wonder which one he meant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Probably the first one. <laughs> yeah. Judd Reinhold is such a piece of shit in this movie too. Like he's not in it for long, but no, I don't know. He, his character drove me crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> Cause like this, like up and young up and coming banker. Yeah. Well, he's like bragging about how at 23, he's the vice president and he'll be a millionaire by the time he's 30. And all this shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, how many asses do you have to kiss to get to that position? <laughs> uh, whenever the dad brings the present to Billy, I love that he has it like all wrapped up. Like, it's not like a living thing that's in there. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you have to open it now because it won't last until Christmas. <laughs> and Billy's like, it's a dog. I know it. <laughs> Yeah, he shakes the, the box. Yeah. <laughs> Anything from the uh, kind of few opening scenes that you guys want to talk about or mention? No, I don't think so. There's a lot of like child labor in this movie. Like you have the kid that works for his grandfather. And then there was another kid too. The one that worked at the Christmas tree stand. Oh yeah. Um, yeah carrying the I was like, wow, like is child labor like a normal thing back in the eighties? Or like yeah. Yeah, and he's like in a tree, like he's like actually a tree. Yeah. That was um what's his face? Corey Feldman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you guys keep talking. I gotta pee. All right. <laughs> Do we just yeah, just keep talking? Okay. <laughs> how i got a question for you too how okay. do you think the midnight rule worked because like he says don't feed them after midnight but it's like okay like at what point can you feed it again yeah that's what i wouldn't get like is it like midnight till like the sun comes up or is it like that's what i was kind of like oh Maybe just don't feed it at all. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like my my impression of it was like you couldn't feed it. Like as soon as it hit 12 o'clock, don't feed it again until like, I guess, daytime. Like I don't. Yeah, it didn't really specify like what the, no. the hours were for that. Yeah. And like the rules were so vague, like he didn't elaborate on them. Just like, oh, don't get them wet because it was just, <laughs> yeah, just don't yeah. do these things. Yeah, yeah, even the dad, like, when he brought it home, like, didn't tell them the rules right away. And then the mom takes the picture and he's like, oh, it doesn't like 
uh, the light. It's like, yeah. <laughs> maybe say that before you give it to your son. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they would be such high maintenance pets to have. Cause like you wouldn't be able to let them like feel even like the smallest little bit of water and they would just like start populating. Right. And then like, yeah. you know, you have to like, feed it at certain times and like, you can't let it see sunlight and it, Oh my God. I know, and I definitely wouldn't be letting it, like, sleep with me. Yeah. Inside my bed, I wouldn't be letting it out of the cage with those rules. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, like, even the old Chinese man said, like, Mogwai requires great responsibility. Mm -hmm. And he was not lying. (laughs) No. They're really cute, but... Even the the old man, he had it... He had Gizmo in, like, a cage, too. Like, it's not like he was just running around the store. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, Mark, I asked the, the question, how do you think the the feeding after midnight rule works? Because I feel it's kind of like flawed a bit because they don't yeah. really like specify. Like, it just says don't feed them after midnight. Like what's a time frame? Like can you feed them at like 5 a.m. or? Yeah, because I noticed at the whenever Billy drops the one gremlin off, this is after he spilt water on <laughs> Gizmo. Yeah. It was like 2.30 in the morning about that. I saw the clock. But it's yeah. like, at what point can you feed it again? Yeah, exactly. And whenever Peter comes over and uh, Billy shows him Gizmo, um, and then like they spill water on Gizmo, and Billy just like shrugs it off, like, "Oh, it's just water." It's like, yeah. dude, that was the second rule. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not listen? Yeah, it's like yeah, he didn't even like, give a shit. Yeah, and within like five minutes of this kid meeting him, he's already <laughs> fucked up Gizmo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like I'd be pissed. <laughs> um, which one of the dad's inventions was your favorite? <laughs> uh, Jesus, I don't know. They're all terrible. <laughs> they were <laughs> that travel buddy, maybe. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I liked the egg cracker. It would have been good if it worked. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the concept was well, good. It's just it made a huge ass mess afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, and like even um <laughs> the hammer he has is like the exact same hammer that Homer invented in that one Simpsons episode. Oh yeah. Yeah, true. <laughs> the juice was gross. like when it spit out yeah. that liquid that was like the peel mixed with the juice. Oh my god. It's oh, nasty. That's what I was just gonna say. Yeah. It's and like Billy is so good about it. Like he tries to use all these inventions, <laughs> like just to make his dad happy, but then they're all like just so inconvenient that like it would have probably just been better just to like peel the orange, and, like put it through the juicer yourself, or yeah, 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 yeah. Like one thing. Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I just got a quick question. Like, okay, you you two are married, Sarah. If Mark was an inventor and had all these shitty inventions, would you just pretend that they weren't shitty and just go with it, or would you tell him like, okay, maybe this isn't going that great? I think I would sit him down and be like, okay, look at the mess of this house. <laughs> Your intentions are terrible. I think you need to stop doing this. <laughs> I think you'd be nice about it at first. Yeah, I think at first, and then I'd get to a certain point, like when that juicer exploded, like all over the kitchen, I literally looked at Mark. I'm like, look at that mess. <laughs> look how messy the kitchen is. Yeah. So I feel like I would, at that point, I would be like, okay, enough is enough. <laughs> That's yeah, because even thinking. the whenever the wife calls the husband from like that weird like phone invention that he makes and then it won't work. 
Yeah. And he's like, oh, you're using the whatever phone thing. She's like, oh, no, I was out like in a different room or something like that. Like clearly lied to his face. <laughs> yeah. And like at the start when he's like, oh, dim the lights. Like when he's first opening the box. Yeah. And she grabs the big remote thing and starts dimming them. Like, what a supportive wife. I don't know that I would. I think I yeah. would dim them. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing that I bring up later on too. Like, at what point do you just say, like, okay, enough's enough with these fucking inventions? <laughs> yeah. But it happens again in another in uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids too, which came out like five years after this. But like that whole inventor father husband figure comes around full swing in that one too. Yeah, but at least the invention in that worked. Well, yeah, the big main one, but all of his other ones were. <laughs> That's <fucking> true. <laughs> yeah. Makes you wonder, like, is there actually people like that in real life? I, uh, I would think so. Just like right? a house full of oh, yeah. stupid ass inventions. All those engineers out there probably do it. True. Yeah, they're just waiting on their next million dollar idea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one thing I was kind of confused about was the teacher a high school teacher? Or public school because it seemed like the kids were really young but then had this like baller out like lab classroom yeah, they seemed really young like whenever he was the bell went and he was like dismissing them they seemed really young yeah and that was something like uh the horror movie here they just did this um episode last week or two weeks ago and that was something that they brought up too and it kind of really made me scratch my head on it because i have no idea like why is i don't know like if this guy is such a good scientist or something like that why is he just a high school science teacher or a public school science teacher yeah so yeah, yeah because he I used to be billy's teacher i i think yeah <clears throat> but yeah that was just like a confusing part to me all right so yeah the hatching scene um i thought was pretty well done like what the eggs look like kind of remind me of uh, the aliens from alien yeah it all had the same amount of like goop and like slime and stuff on there that just it's gross looking yeah i thought it was pretty well done um did you yeah well we've all seen this before except for you but sarah um yeah. Did you expect them to look like that? Or like, what were you expecting? Like the eggs themselves? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I did forget like what they look like. Um, it kind of looks like they all like get out of like the thing that was holding them and kind of just like morph into this thing on the spot. Yeah. Cause like the, the teacher has one in a cage as well. And it, he has to like cut the cage apart to get to the egg. Yeah, and he he said that one it was more like a metamorphosis rather than like a hatching. That's true. Yeah. But it, yeah, like his looked so much different than the ones that were in Billy's bedroom. Mm -hmm. Like his had like hair all over it, and like it looked like the Mogwai like shed a layer of skin or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of expected it to just be like an instant thing. Like I didn't, ex I didn't know that it was a, like they had to hatch kind of thing. First, 
Yeah, me either. Um, and like the next scene, the kitchen scene, like I was like, like I remember the mom like killing like a couple of them, but she just went ham on all like like three or four of them. <laughs> yeah, I was like, good for you. <laughs> yeah. At first, I told Mark, I'm like, I would just be out of that house, like run. And then when she actually got rid of them, I was like, okay, good for you. Yeah, that first one that she uh, she turned the mixer on when yeah. it was sitting in there, that was savage. I was like, yes, you go, Lynn. You go. Yeah. <laughs> I think it would have been cool if they would have incorporated more of, like, the dad's inventions, like, in killing the gremlins. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that would have been really cool, yeah. Like, to show that they actually have some sort of use rather than just paperweights all over the house. Yeah, like you could do some damage with that egg shell thing. Yeah. <laughs> or like that shove one of the good. gremlins into his juicer. Yeah. Oh my god, that would have been that insane. Been cool, yeah. <laughs> Let's remake this movie, guys. Going yeah. We yeah. should. Slime going everywhere. Yeah, so she kills like three of them, and then uh, one of them's in the tree and uh, attacks her, and then Billy comes in and just chops his head off and kicks him in the fire. Yeah. yeah. That scene was pretty cool, like, whenever you see the head in the fireplace. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, like, still has that, like, what's that, like, the muscle memory nerve kind of thing, and it's, like, mouth starts to open up. Yeah, like a chicken. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can we all agree that tinsel is the worst Christmas decoration? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you used to love it. I loved I used to love it. I don't put it on anymore. Yeah. Like, just, like, looking at the tree, like, even we just watched A Christmas Story as well, and just, like, seeing on the tree, it's, like, gives me anxiety of just picking it up off of, like, carpet and shit. Well, <laughs> like, the really, like, strandy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my grandparents used to use, like, I think it was called icicles. Oh, like, okay. Yeah. Something like that, so you would just string it along, like, it was, like, a single strand that you would yeah. just drag down the Christmas tree, and it was such a mess. <laughs> I think that's our first year without having it in our tree. No, I gave up on it because it was driving me crazy. Like, trying to get it perfect, I was just like, well, it's the yeah. garbage. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Spike, this is, like, kind of where we first see Spike. Um, like Stripe. With Stripe, yeah, sorry. Uh, fully, like, matured, kind of. Yeah. And uh, he's, like, so he's, like, the leader. He's super smart. He gets away from the house, and then this is when, like, all, like, the chaos ensues. Like, he goes to to the pool and then pretty much spawns fucking, I don't know, hundreds of them. Yeah. I told Brooke that if he was one of the gremlins, that he would be striped because he's the grumpiest one. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's you, man. Yeah. At least I'm not the uh, female from the second movie. That's true. <laughs> Very true. You don't put lipstick on in your off days, Brooke? No, I don't, no. <laughs> so that's where all my lipstick went to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I loved in the one scene whenever the, the minister is, like, putting the mail in the mail slot, and then, like, the gremlin shoots it back out, then the father, like, totally sets up the next guy to get fucked up by the gremlins. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, oh, he's oh, dropping right. off the mail there, yeah? Yeah, he's like, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Any other scenes you guys want to talk about? 
I don't know. I was going to bring up like that scene whenever Stripe is walking down the <clears throat> the street with all of his, I don't know, offspring, I guess you would call them. I thought that looked cool. Like, even though it is like, I don't know, it's obvious that it's a, uh, like a smaller set or something like that. But I don't know. I just mm-hmm. thought it was cool. Yeah, I thought all of like the gremlin scenes looked cool, except for like that scene and like a couple other ones. Like you can tell that, like, I don't know if for that shot of them all like walking up, if they used the actual like animatronic dolls, because it kind of did look a bit like claymation-ish. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know if. Uh... But other than that, I thought they all looked great. And, like that shot of them, like just like walking up through like the town school. Mm-hmm. I loved the scene of them at the movies, like when it all became bright outside, and they're just like, "Oh, well, we ha- they ha- have to have gone somewhere that was dark." Yeah. So they all just hit up the movie theater, and they just destroyed the hell out of it. <laughs> yeah, and there's like one in every single seat. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a cool one. Yeah, it was. That's probably one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie. That one and the bar yeah. scene, I would say. Yeah, the bar one was good too. It was so funny. Yeah, I did get why Kate was still like serving them. Like if she was just scared and just. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and she's like throwing stuff at them. She's like, take whatever you want. Just what'd she say? Don't just, bite me. Yeah, just don't bite me. <laughs> <laughs> like, why wouldn't you just leave and let them have free reign of the whole bar? Yeah, exactly. They're pretty much half free reign anyway. Yeah. Just get the fuck out of there. And uh, I love the scene of uh, Mrs. Deagle's demise. <laughs> we were <laughs> laughing so hard. Yeah. Like, she seemed like such a different character when she was, like, talking to her cats and, like, what the, what the hell was up with her yeah. cat's names? Like, one was, like, named, like, Dollar Bill. <laughs> they were all different currencies, like, from all over oh, the world. were they? Yeah. I didn't even think it was the same lady, to be honest with you. That was me too. And then Mark was like, "Do you see who it is?" And I'm like, "No." He's like, "Oh, she had a wig on. Like she, it, it was her, but she just wore a wig before." Yeah, I had yeah. no clue. I had no yeah, I idea. Yeah, into that. Because she has gray ass hair in this scene, and like in the scenes earlier, she had like bright red hair. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because whenever she comes down the stairs the first time, like she's like a completely different like character. Like she's being like super nice and stuff like that. But then. When the caroler, the carolers knock at the door, which, by the way, I'm like, I'm glad there's no carolers. Like, I've I've never seen carolers like in real life. Like, I don't know if they actually exist, but it would be super <laughs> fucking annoying and awkward. Yeah, it would be awkward. <laughs> but she goes in to throw water on them, <laughs> <laughs> and then the one is like reverses her stare thing, and she just like goes flying at the window like. Just give her an umbrella and call her Mary Poppins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like shorts and she just like shoots out. <laughs> it looks like it would be fun except for flying at the window part. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was saying to Sarah, like I completely forgot about this scene and I was fucking like rolled over on the couch laughing my ass off at it. <laughs> yeah, because um, I haven't listened to HMC's episode yet because I was waiting to record ours. And I think on the one before, like, I don't think Josh had seen Gremlins before. No, he hasn't. And I think Seth, like, mentioned, like, the one scene with the stairs. So it kind of, like, remnants in my mind about it. Yeah. Um, do you think this is a spinoff of Twilight Zone? 
I don't know. I need to rewatch that movie because I honestly like I remember the scene, but I don't. I don't know, because Joe Dante did that movie too. So, I mean, yeah. I feel like that. Uh, I guess like episode in the movie. I don't know, like segment in the movie. Yeah, I'm guessing it had so much popularity back then that he decided to do more of a like broadened movie on it. Because I didn't even think about it until. Like, I've never seen the movie, but I know that scene from, like, that. And then, like, The Simpsons obviously did a parody of it. Yeah. But whenever the drunk neighbor there, I think whenever him and his wife get killed by the snowplow, I think he, like, mentions that, like, oh, gremlins are real or something like that. Yeah. So I was like, oh, maybe it is, like, a spinoff of, of that. I don't know. I've never seen that. Nice. I haven't either. Oh, obviously. Haven't. I haven't seen. There's a lot of movies that I haven't seen. So Same in the Twilight Zone, here. in the Twilight Zone movie, there's like a segment where there's a guy on an airplane and he looks at the. He's sitting at the, the wing, and he looks at the wing and there's like a gremlin on the wing, like tearing it apart. Oh. Yeah, and then the Simpsons episode, it's Bart on the school bus and he sees like the gremlin on the school bus, like tearing it apart. Yeah. But yeah, I thought that uh, was like a little like connection. I thought may have been. Okay. Yeah, I could I could see it being that like he just made a full kind of like with Art the Clown and like All Hallows Eve, like how that start that character started off as a segment in an anthology. Yeah. And because he's so widely popular, they just made a full length movie out of it. Yeah, exactly. Um. This may be pretty bad, but I thought that Kate's dad's death was the most hilarious thing in the world. I know, and the way she told it, I was like, oh my god. Like, you, no, no offense, girl, but your dad is a bit of a dumbass. Yeah, like, why did he think that was a good idea? Um, well, the, the scene that, like, kind of led up to that, I was in the kitchen getting a drink or something, and Sarah's like, oh, she got real deep here. About how, like, what was it? Some people unwrap gifts and other people unwrap their wrists or something? Yeah, like oh, she, yeah, yeah. She was, some, oh people, yeah. Like, some people open up presents and some people open up their wrists. And I was like, yeah. wow, that's deep. And Mark's like, oh, just wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because, like, even at that scene, like, she says December is, or Christmas time is, like, the highest suicide rate of the year. Yeah. And I was thinking, like, it's, it definitely is for a lot of people like the most depressing time. Like yeah. Mark, you and I have a couple of friends who December and like November is um, like a big depression month for them for like their own reason. Yeah. But I feel like it's a, it's a thing around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Which is like weird. Cause like, cause December and Christmas is supposed to be like the happiest time of year, but for a lot of people, it really isn't. No, I feel like the, like if there's any sort of like death or turmoil or anything like that, it it really turns it into a hard time for anybody. Yeah, yeah, and like, yeah. It's like Christmas is all about like being together, and if you're alone, like you know that mm-hmm. can be really tough to like just see all of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like with her dad's death, I feel like they should have done like something more. I don't know. 
believable. common. Yeah, like believable. <laughs> like I don't know, like the Jack Frost movie. Like he's like driving home for Christmas and you know it's snowy and he crushes his car, but yeah, no, he decided to dress up as Santa and go down the chimney. Like, <laughs> you know, it's a pretty nice thing to do if you're a little girl, but maybe do it in a different way. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Like come through the front door like they usually do. (laughs) And that's when I knew Santa wasn't real. She said Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And like how how does this guy not tell his how does this guy not tell his wife that this is his plan? That's true, yeah. Because they didn't even like they're like, oh Christmas Eve, they tried calling him and tried calling his work, but no one knew where he was and he didn't come home. Christmas Day he wasn't there that like fire department looked down his chimney for some reason and <laughs> found him yeah because she, she lit the, the she lit the fire because it was cold oh, so she right. lit the fire and then they had a smell and they were expecting to see a squirrel a dead squirrel or something and then she's like but it was my dad dressed as Santa. <laughs> <laughs> she's like oh my god <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely supposed to be like a heartfelt moment, but it was yeah, definitely was just... not. Very, very no. tragic death by like a really stupid mistake. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, one thing I was kind of confused about too, like whenever they were, whenever Billy was looking for strike throughout the movie. And he falls into the convenience store. Like I thought that like the whole town had like lost power. But then like whenever they're in the convenience store, he just tells Kate to like, oh, go find a light switch or something like that. And I'm like, well, shouldn't you have done that like throughout the whole like chase scene? <laughs> yeah, cause like yeah, that's true. Cause everywhere else is pretty much in darkness. Mm-hmm. And then she ends up finding the breaker for yeah. in that department store but like if the whole town's out of power that breaker's not going to do anything obviously no and like also the scene before this whenever they kill all the ground like most of the gremlins when he like opens the gas line and says like don't breathe and he like throws like a rag with fire or like kind of near it it's like mm-hmm. yeah that explosion would happen a hell of a lot quicker <laughs> than <laughs> Yeah, I liked how they made Stripe, like, he didn't really feel like a animatronic, like, I don't know, thing. Like, he felt more like a character than just, like, an unnamed toy, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, they gave him more of, like, all the other ones are just obviously there for filler and, like, chaos. But they gave him, like, that really good leader aspect of it. Yeah, 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 and like you knew, it felt like you knew that he was like, what do you say, mischievous? Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) like you knew he was like that. Yeah, he like knows to go to like the high school or whatever where the pool is, and he knows to go to like the movie theater because like there's no sunlight that can get in there when it turns, um, like when the sun comes up. And then even, like, whenever they blow up the movie theater, too, like, he watches it from the department store, and then, like, he knows that they're coming, or they're, uh, 
they're looking for him or they think no they think that they're all gone don't they yeah she yeah. sees him yeah the she girl, sees him like, there yeah. in the window but like he does a good job at hiding on them too like he hides in with all the different toys and mm-hmm. and then one of the dumbest scenes in the movie he goes after billy with a chainsaw and billy blocks him with a wooden baseball bat <laughs> i know i was thinking that i was like we're gonna write down when that first happened like okay the chainsaw would go through the bat but like I was going to wait for one minute and see if it's like maybe it's a steel bat, but then you see like the wood chips like going away at the bat. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, and it wasn't meant to be a toy chainsaw either. Like, it was plugged in. Like, it was a legitimate chainsaw. It was, yeah. Yeah. It would have definitely hacked that away. Yeah. In like two seconds. And then whenever Gizmo was in like a little like Barbie doll car, super cute. <laughs> yeah. I was, yeah. I was just waiting for a Jurassic Park reference, but then realized that Jurassic Park wasn't even out yet. <laughs> <laughs> that car had some wheels too; like it was fucking motoring. It did, yeah, yeah. So then they like somehow get turn the fountain on, and Stripe like dunks his finger in and starts like morphing more uh, mm-hmm. gremlins, or about to. And then they, like, open up the sunlight again. I think Gizmo kind of saves the day a bit. And then, uh, yeah, Stripe meets his demise and gets fucking, (laughs) like, destroyed. Yeah, that scene was gross. Yeah. And then he, like, pops out and he's, like, oh, like, skeleton. He's, like, eyeballs are fucking (laughs) coming out. Yeah, and he's, like, this big, like, ball, like, puddle of goop on the floor and they're walking away i'm like i would not be leaving i would be sitting there to make sure that he is like actually gone yeah 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 because i was like thinking like i haven't watched the second movie in like so long like years so i don't remember like how they get to i think they get to new york or like some big city but it's like maybe like a little like ball that makes it out of him before he completely like disintegrates well, I thought Stripe was in the second one. That'd be wild. <laughs> I can't, like, I'm like you. Like, I, I, it's been fucking, like, a really long time since I've watched the second one. But I could have swore he was in the second one. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember. The only thing I remember from the second one is the uh, the Lady Gremlin. You, like, have sex <laughs> with the, the guy in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> and then the one gentleman in the office gets shredded by the paper shredder. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen that one in forever. I think I've only seen it the once, too. It was years ago. I didn't even know that there was a second one, so... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so where, where do you guys think the Mogwai, like, is it some like ancient Chinese like, monster that this guy just found, or like, what do you think they are? I was kind of wondering that too. Like, I feel like they're probably some like Asian secret or like a Chinese secret that they're keeping from the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. But cause he, I bring it up later on in my reviews, but, uh, yeah, like one of the last scenes, um, Mr. Wing, like the grandfather, he brings up like, oh, your society. I have the quote here exactly one sec. 
Oh yeah, because he he comes back to the house and like gives them back their two hundred bucks and he's like, yeah, I'm taking them back. He's like, oh, this is the guy that I bought the bought Gizmo off of, and he goes, he goes, bought. That's a, I forget what he says exactly, but oh, he says uh, this is the guy that sold me the Gizmo. Right, right. But uh, what I was going to say, like, <clears throat> his final quote, Mr. Wing, is you deal with Mogwai just like your society deals with all of nature's gifts. You do not understand. You are not ready. Yeah. So I feel like it's, there's some sort of, I don't know if, I don't know. It's just some sort of well-kept secret, I think, that yeah. they don't want the, the Western civilization to know about because they're just going to ruin them. And maybe, too, like, only certain people, once they're actually ready and have shown that they can demonstrate that they have the skills to be that responsible with one, that mm-hmm. they could get one at that point. It might be, like, a like a well, like a very well-kept secret, but then also, like, um, a kind of thing you have to grow in order to get. Yeah. Yeah, because even at one point before i think when the dad comes home briefly like it kind of shows you like the american like i don't want to say just american but i guess northwestern like greed because his billy says like oh like all the i gotta tell you something like oh gizmo multiplied with water and the dad like he doesn't think like oh this is an issue he's like this could be the next big thing like sell all these mogwai to people they were replaced like dog and shit. Yeah. Well, and even him, even in the like the opening scene, like he just thinks that everything can be bought with money. He's just like, I'll give you whatever you want for it. And the, the grandfather's like, well, no, it's not for sale. And he just keeps pressing yeah. the issue. It's like not mm-hmm. everything has a monetary value. Yeah, exactly. This isn't one of your shitty inventions. yeah and then like the final shot of the what's his name main or whatever the uh, old man he's like leaving like the town like walking down the road and then there's like an older shot of like the town and it like looks so much bigger than it actually was i felt yeah which is the the same set that they filmed back to the future on yeah yeah you can kind of tell that it's got like it's that same town yeah like whenever i forget i think it was like billy and maybe kate were like staying on the road and i could like tell that that was like the road where like the car went down the boring went down mm-hmm. from the getting into the future yeah anything you guys want to talk about or mention Speak, no, I, you can't see you. <laughs> no, I don't think I have anything else to say. No, I'm good. As am I. Right. Actually, I thought it was funny that whenever the like the drunk neighbor was like watching the TV and then the like antenna kept like fucking up and this was like such a thing that like husbands do. Like the husband's like, Hey wife, why are you messing with the remote? And they're like, Oh, you have it. And he's like, oh, yeah, it is right here. <laughs> Boyfriends could also do the same thing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but then he was like, 
I told you we should have got like whatever the Zenith or whatever like American <laughs> brand TV. It's like, okay, man, it's clearly it's your cable and not your TV. It's the foreign yeah. television. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. All right. Well, if that's all we got, uh, that's the way the blood splatters. Yes, sir. All right. So I guess we'll head on over to the reviews. Who wants to go first? We have four people to get through now. Let's uh, let our guests go first. Are you prepared? I think so. (laughs) (laughs) I hope so. Can you read my notes for me to make sure that they're good? (laughs) (laughs) Like I need to be surprised at what your reviews are. Bahina, you can go first. Okay. Um, I gave this story a 10 out of 10 just because I just think it's a really clever idea. Um, and I just, I really enjoyed the movie. I love the Mogwais. I think they're adorable. Um, yeah, I really like it. Um, quality, I gave it an 8 out of 10 just because, like, I know it's from the 80s and, you know, Back then, I'm sure this was probably um, pretty decent quality for the time. So um, I thought it was good. And then these days, too, like, I don't know, it just gives you, like, a cozy feel looking back and watching movies that were filmed in, like, the 80s. Um, I don't know, just the vibe it gives you is just, like, a cozy, like, you know, even though the special effects aren't, like, as great as they are these days, it still kind of gives you, like, a cozy feel. Um, Mm -hmm. I thought it was pretty well done. Very good. Nice, nice. Who's up, Sarah? Divitina. Oh, yeah, it is your turn. Sorry, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I know it's not the scare part because I've heard you guys <laughs> yell at, at your other guests for jumping into that. <laughs> so I knew. I know. They yelled at me that. about it when I was on the last time. So I'm like, no, I made sure to make that a whole separate thing in my little notes here on my phone. So Right. I've heard them yell at many people. So I was like, I don't want to get yelled at today. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Very yeah. accurate. Mark gets mad. I don't get mad. Oh, try living with him. <laughs> <laughs> so I gave this story a five out of 10. I spent a lot of time yelling at the TV, like, especially with the snowplow scene. I'm like, why would you run into the corner? Like, run out of the house. The <laughs> like, why yeah. did you run in? <laughs> but I liked the concept of it. Like, it wasn't terrible. It was, I mean, for my first time watching it, right? It was, I didn't mind it. I thought it was kind of cute. And I liked the concept. Um, for the quality, I gave it a 7 out of 10. I said I was really impressed with the puppetry for an 80s movie. Like, it's not the quality, like, it's not what you would expect for an 80s movie. But so I was really impressed with that. The acting wasn't um, wasn't the greatest, but and then I said to Mark, like after we finished watching it, I was like, oh, I'm I'm really impressed with the puppetry, and he's like, oh, it's funny you say that because I'm sorry if I ruin this for if you it's had fun. this, but he's like, it's funny <laughs> you say that because watching it back, he's like, I I noticed the sticks, like the puppet sticks, and the one scene in the kitchen, he's like, you could actually see them. And I was like, okay, see, I, I missed that. Like, I never saw that, but but I was impressed with it. Damn. Even I didn't notice that. Yeah, I didn't mm-hmm. either. 
<laughs> if you go back and watch it, there's some scenes because like, like you know, with on a puppet, like how they have the sticks to like move their their arms and stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's some scenes like the the one in the kitchen is the first one that I noticed it. Whenever he's like throwing the plates at her, you can see the stick that's like attached. Yeah, see, to I was trying to look because the camera was wasn't really on the gremlin itself. Yeah. Like I kind of did notice that, but I didn't like see the stick. I just was like, okay, the camera's being really weird here. Like it's just showing like the plates getting thrown her block in them, but it's not showing him actually throwing them. So I was like, yeah, something's up. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going first? You done, Sarah? Yeah. Uh, I'll go. Okay. So I gave my story a seven out of ten. Um, it's a fun. I guess horror Christmas movie. Like some people don't really see this as like a horror movie, but I mean technically it kind of is. Yeah. Um, I thought the acting was pretty good for what what it was. Um, I thought that um, like it it's original, but then like we we weren't sure if it was really like based on like the Twilight Zone. I don't think it is from like what kind of movie it is. But it's just like a, I don't know, fun horror Christmas movie. The acting's good. I don't know what much else to say for the story. Pretty original. Um, and then for the quality, I gave it 8 out of 10. Um, the set was cool looking. Like, it's obviously the same as Back to the Future. Um, the Gremlins and Gizmo look really great. I thought the score was good. And they got that classic Spielberg score. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, not much else to say. Seven out of ten and eight out of ten. All right, we're all kind of all over the board here, except for the quality. Yeah. Um, well, my story, I gave it a six out of ten. Uh, I said it's kind of a ridiculous premise, but it does work. Like at the time, we didn't really have a lot of like little creature horror movies. Um. Like I looked it up and Ghoulies came out in the same year, but I'm not sure if it was before or after this one. But then Critters didn't come out for a few years later. So like it had a lot of originality to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it loses most of its points in this section just due to the first half of the movie. I found it not boring, but like there was a lot of it that probably could have been cut out. Like this movie's an hour and forty six minutes long. It probably could have been cut down to an hour and a half, an hour thirty five. Um, just taking out yeah. some of those like starting scenes at the like in the first half. Um, I found the relationship yeah, I was between that bit... too. what? Oh, sorry. As I was saying, like oh, I was kind of thinking that too. Like they may have like cut out a little bit from the beginning, but kind of needed like the backstory of the other side characters to like kind of get you to like want them to get their comeuppance yeah i feel like i would have rather seen like instead of the character backstory i would have rather seen like a backstory on the gremlins or the mogwai yeah that's actually something i did right in my group if they didn't mention it was like kind of like the backstory on the mogwai Mm-hmm. like where do they come from what are they like what's their purpose yeah, exactly. 
Um, I also said the relationship between Billy and Kate is so forced. Like, it didn't feel real at all. It was just, like, it was thrown into the script and not a lot of thought was put into it. And I also brought up, like, all the inventions and shit that are throughout the movie. Like, it's just kind of, I don't know, it's like beating a dead horse by the end of it. He's just constantly trying to give people all these stupid inventions. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, no, you're good. Brooke just okay. went to go and get another drink, I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm used to him, like, saying, yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I can do that for him, yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I said, once the chaos ensues, though, like, this movie easily turns from a 6 out of 10 to an 8 out of, eight out of 10. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd agree with that. <laughs> Um, my quality, I gave it an 8 out of 10. I said the acting is typical shitty 80s acting, but it can be added into the movie's charm for sure. And like nostalgia factor. Um, some of the parts in the movie are supposed, aren't supposed to be comical, but they are due to the poor acting. Case in point, the story about her father's death. Yeah. Um, you were laughing about that story today, but last night you were almost in tears over it. I was a little sad, but. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The puppetry was really well done and like the special effects on like with the eggs and the hatching and all that shit. It was, it was well done for eighties for an eighties movie. And that just goes to show once again, how using animatronics and stuff like that is a lot better than CGI. Like I feel like this movie wouldn't have held up the test of time if uh if they didn't have good puppetry in there yeah i definitely agree with that uh i don't know brooke you mentioned it too but like the set was really good the score was really good like it it seemed like a town like i would want to live in um yeah minus the fact that like mrs deagle is such a bitch but everyone else (laughs) like everyone else to me seemed like they were i don't know happy-go-lucky people you always get the town biddy though. There's yeah. always at least one. That's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, we had one in our town. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I already brought it up before, but like that end quote from Mr. Wing about how like society deals with all nature's gifts, blah, blah, blah. I feel like that quote still rings really true right now. Or in this day and age. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. All right. You guys know our scores. Let's head on over to Rotten Tomatoes and see what they've scored it. The critics' consensus whether you choose to see it as a statement on consumer culture or simply a special effects heavy popcorn flick, Gremlins is a minor classic. Do we still see it as a minor classic or is this like a major classic by this point? I think it's a major classic. Yeah. You agree? I agree. <laughs> or maybe like maybe nowadays. Like when can you see when this consensus was written? I don't know if you can. 
Because I feel like back then when this was probably written, I could see it being a major classic. But like nowadays with so many Christmas movies coming out, I feel like it's probably a minor classic. Okay. But it still holds like all that nostalgia factor. Like people still watch this a lot. Like it hasn't lost any of its popularity, I don't think. Oh, no, 100%. All right. Um, with, I don't know, there's four of us, so I don't know who I want to make to guess the critic score. Well, not me, because I'm looking at yeah, it. Yeah, you're looking at it. So I guess, Brooke, how about you guess the critic score, and Bettina, you can guess the audience score. Okay, sure. So critic score, I'm going to say in 90%. Oh. You're close. It's an 85% on 72 ratings. Okay. All right. Um, For the audience, I would say 80%. You're close, too. 78% on 451,000 ratings. Damn. Damn. Tina's better than you are. Ha! Find the slump she's good at. Oh, that's rude. You're allowed to slap him. Jeez. It's okay. He got me another drink, so that's fine. That I'll nice just drink away the pain, you know. All right, you guys ready to head on over to the scare section? Yep. Yes, sir. Bettina, what did you give it for a scare rating? I gave it a 3 out of 10. Um, It's not really a super scary movie to me. I mean, it might be for some people, I guess, but to me, I didn't really find it overly scary. Um, There were a few jump scares. That's why I gave it a 3, just because, like, if you're watching and you weren't expecting it, you could get startled a little bit. But, I mean, overall, like, it wasn't exactly scary. All right. What's your scariest scene? Um, I would say probably the kitchen scene. Like like I said before, it wasn't like a really scary movie for me, but I'd say that that was probably the goriest scene. Um, just from where Lynn, the mom, had blended the gremlin in the blender. Um, I found that that was kind of, I guess, like a scary or a gory scene. Yeah. Um, that... Or the chainsaw scene was kind of stressful for me to watch because I'm like, oh man, that chainsaw is going to go right through that bat. But <laughs> he seemed to have dodged that somehow. But <laughs> yeah. That's, That's how you do that. It is. All right. Would you survive? Um, I don't know. I think I could. It's just, I feel like it's good to kind of know what their weaknesses are. Like, I found that it was really clever that when they were all kind of bunched up in the movie theater that it, you know, ended up exploding because that would be a good way to get rid of them. It's just kind of gathering them all in one place that, you know, that they'll congregate and just kind of getting it all done at once. Um, So I feel like I would be able to survive if I was able to kind of interpret, like, 
how to kind of group them all together but the trouble troublesome part is that they're all so small that like they can fit in all the nooks and crannies like especially in that kitchen scene they can literally fit anywhere so um you know it'd be stressful to kind of have them in your house like that and just hiding everywhere um but if you get them all kind of in one area and just kind of take care of it all at once um i feel like that would be a good way of going about it yeah All right, Sarah, your turn. Okay. So I rated a three out of 10. I said they were creepy as hell. Um, <laughs> and I'm probably the only person in the world that feels this way, but I don't find Gizmo all that cute. I find him a little bit more creepy than he is cute. But <laughs> so I was like a little bit. Like, I'm telling you, I probably am the only person that feels this way. <laughs> but I don't know. I just, yeah, I found it. I found them pretty creepy. Um, for the scariest scene, I jumped. Mark can attest this. I jumped at the beginning when um, Billy went to grab the phone from the oh. the office or the, the lab. Um when he found the teacher dead. And it, like, jumped up and scratched his hand. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> So that was probably the scariest <laughs> for me. Um, and then would I survive? I said yes. I probably wouldn't have like ran to the corner, like those other the the neighbor. Um, I said as long as I had help, I definitely wouldn't have been able to do it alone. Uh, hmm. I would have followed the rules and probably told my dad to return it in the first place because I didn't find him all that cute. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to take him back <laughs> thanks but no thanks dad that's good yeah <laughs> alright Brooke you want to go sure so I gave the scary a 2 out of 10 uh, there was a couple jump scares the kitchen scene was pretty gross and uh, the look of like the hatching eggs I guess um it's pretty gross be cool looking uh, for scariest scene I went with uh, whenever Billy is walking through like the convenience store at the end and spike comes on the TV that like actually made me jump a little bit <laughs> yeah yeah and would I survive a point yes uh, I would definitely follow the rules like they're pretty simple rules. It's just a matter of stopping them from getting to those things. Yeah, exactly. I, don't, I feel like it's easy to follow the rules. Cool, cool. Yeah. All right. I gave my scare rating a 2 out of 10. Uh, I said it's not really a scary movie. It's more of a comedy in most cases, like with some horror sprinkled in. Um, some of the scenes with the gremlins are effectively creepy or gross or scary, but their comedic factor takes a lot out of it. I've said it before during this episode, and like lots of people have said it in the past, that this would be like a good introduction movie for kids. Like as long as they mm -hmm. don't already, or as long as they're over the whole like Santa thing, because they kind of make reference to that in this movie. Uh, the scariest scene. Um, when Stripe comes out of the water fountain towards the end and he's all like goopy and full of pus and shit. 
like not quite yeah, the skeletal one. form of him, just like whenever he still has some of his muscle tissue and shit, it was fucking gross. Yeah. And would I survive? I said yes. Brooke, I basically gave the same answer as you. Like this family's not well equipped enough to harbor this kind of creature and everything fell apart within a couple days, even though the rules were fairly simple to abide by. Um, if they would have followed them, then the town wouldn't have gone through everything that they went through. So basically yeah. Kingston Falls fell because of this stupid ass family. Basically. <laughs> So we should all team up together because we would survive this fight by the sounds of it. Yeah. I think we could do it. I think it'd be too hard. No, no I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. It's time for Captain Spaulding's trivia of Monsters and Mad Men. fighting for who gets to pick the next movie so that means oh, you, need, no pressure. you need to do well <laughs> no yeah <pressure>. seriously <laughs> uh do we want to say what movie we're picking yep okay we'll go, go ahead all right uh i want to do a quiet place very nice i don't want that since it came out so I don't think I have either, actually. And I'm picking a movie that, if I do win, it's going to be our first villain face-off of the new year. Okay. second season, I guess. Um, I'm picking Rawhead Rex. (laughs) That's fucking sick. All right. I'm down. (laughs) So do you want me to lose, then? No, I don't want you to lose. (laughs) (laughs) I do have a movie to put up against it already, though, so that's perfect. Okay, cool. All right, so we're going to do best of five, yeah? Yep. Okay, and Brooke, you're going to ask Sarah the question, and then Bettina will ask me, and then we'll reverse it. We're still going to do that. Uh, well, do you want to go like one in and one? Like I said, I was asking you two questions. Just go back and forth. Okay, sure, yeah. Okay. So when we ask Sarah first? Sure. All right. Sarah, what's the dad's invention called from the beginning of the movie? What's the dad's, sorry, say that again. Invention called. Oh, (laughs) there's a toothbrush on it. The travel buddy or something like that? You're close. It's called the bathroom buddy. Oh, shit. I knew it was something. That was a really good guess, though. Yeah. It was a close guess. I didn't pay enough attention. 
<laughs> well, he did say that like you could take it traveling and stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's maybe that's where I got it from. <laughs> All right. So does Sarah ask you a question now? Sure. All right. Okay. When Billy is running to work, what fast food restaurant is seen in the background? That would be a Burger King. Damn. Yeah, I actually said that to Mark too. I said, oh, I love the product placement. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so. All right. Um, oh, I can't. What? Sorry, Brooke's writing is terrible. What does <laughs> Footerman call foreign spare parts? Spare parts. What does he call foreign spare parts? What does he? Yeah. Uh, I have no idea. The vehicle? The car? I don't know. Wow, I was surprised he would have got that one, to be honest. Um, he calls them gremlins. Does he? Yeah, because he's like, I remember that line these foreigners putting these grumblings, he's like, whenever they're, he leaves the bar, and he's like explaining, like, all these foreigners putting spare parts in my car, my my muffler's a gremlin, my so-and-so's a gremlin. Oh, shit. I don't remember that line at all. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you can see Brooke's notebook it seriously looks like what does Footerman call foreign space pals that's what I'm reading right now and I'm like what's this say like this makes no sense oh that's funny I was meant to be a doctor in my my real life <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, obviously yeah <laughs> yeah All right, Patina, what does Mogwai mm -hmm. mean in Cantonese? Oh, shoot. Dude, you're so lucky because I literally just looked that up and saw it. Did you actually? Yeah, on the trivia. I have no idea. It actually means demon, devil, or gremlin. Hmm. That makes sense. <laughs> All right. So, so you guys are up one nothing still. still. One, nothing still. Yeah. All right, Sarah, for your second question. What nights does Kate get off work from Dory's? Thursdays? You are correct. Yeah, oh, nice. I got it. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought that's what she said. <laughs> See, I was paying attention. I guess you were. <laughs> okay. What sport was playing on the TV in the bar scene? Fuck, I don't even think I saw that. Um... I'm going to say, I don't know, it's winter time. I'll just say hockey. <laughs> I was waiting for that. I was like, <laughs> dude, it's winter. What sport is being played in the winter? Yes, it was hockey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. 
Did you see it? Yeah. You did? Okay. I'm pretty sure it's the Leafs that were playing, too. All right, Mark, your second question. All right. Oh, I can read this. What movie is on at the theater? Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Yep. Good job. <laughs> that was one of my questions, too. <laughs> I kind of figured when it came up. I mean, you could ask me the same one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope you get it I'm right. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to ask you this one because it's... I don't know. Yeah, I feel like that one is really hard. That one's more of a Brooke question, I think. No offense. That's wow. okay. You can ask Brooke that one after. <laughs> All right. Um, what kind of car does Billy drive? Um, Volkswagen Beagle? Beetle? Ugh. Beetle. She got it. Yes. Do we get a chance to tie it up, or I don't know? Oh yeah, I guess it's three two. So yeah. Okay. So yeah, ask. So do you want me to? Are you still asking me a question? Because we have three points right now. Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't know. Do you guys? So like, I could ask you guys both a final question. All right. For a redemption shot. Mm. I don't care if you. We can take the lo- the loss. Okay. Whatever. I'll just ask it. See okay. If I get it. What candy does Stripe keep mentioning at the movie theater? I he's eating licorice. He was eating I licorice. Yeah. I don't know if that's what he was mentioning. I don't know. licorice. No, it was milk duds. Oh um, right, I do remember that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Do you want You're the question? Victorious. Was... Yeah, you are. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Let's hear it. Um, there was a movie theater marquee that had a boy's life on it. What Spielberg directed movie bore this fake title when being shipped out to theaters prior to its release? Uh, E.T.? Yeah. You would have okay. won anyways. You would have won anyways. <laughs> I mean, that was kind of a guess anyway. It kind of makes the most sense. Yeah. Yeah, I would not have gotten point. that question. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should have asked you it then. <laughs> All right, so we are watching Rawhead Rex for Sweet. our uh, down for that. first season two face-off. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Oh, yeah, you're welcome. For <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, thank you. I know, but I'm sitting right beside you, so I wasn't thinking. (laughs) Thank you for having us on and not making me watch an absolutely terrifying movie. That's for next time. (laughs) Yeah. All right, then for our listeners, you guys can find us at uh, Podcast on Elm Street on Instagram. If you click the link in our bio, fuck off. (laughs) She's mocking me. Um. If you click the link in our bio, you'll see links to our merch page uh, on TeePublic, and you'll see our Patreon account, as well as everywhere that you can listen to us. Um, this is the final episode of our Christmas special. Brooke, 
I've had fun doing it this month. We banged out some good movies. Yeah, uh, it's been a fun month, and we still have to record our Patreon episode whenever yeah. that happens. But that's true. <laughs> we have a few more days. Yeah, no, it's been fun. <laughs> a few more days. Um, catch us on. I don't know if it's released yet, but we're going to be on HMC's final episode of their first season. Yeah, I think it may have came out today. I'm not too sure, but uh, yeah, I'll go for that. Yeah. I'm excited to listen to that one. We had a lot of fun with that. Yeah, me too. All right, guys. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Today's Sunday. Yep. Yep. I don't know what day it is. My days are all fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, talk to you later, guys. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.